So today, as we're going to going through the MB Ministry Expo, I've been asked uh, to share a little bit about some updates that are going on. And so over the last year, uh, it's been an honor to be asked to serve with the uh, Board of Elders and the MMT or the Ministry Management Team. So I would like to just throw up the pictures here of our Board of Elders. Here's a gifted, diversified, and an amazing group. Uh, you guys have elected them in and God has ordained them. Uh, they come with so many different gifts, and I've had the privilege to serve with them at some of the meetings, and I love the fact that they bring their gifts. These guys do not hold back. They don't always agree at the beginning, and that's what I love. That means they care. They bring out what they have, what, what, what they see, but what is really cool to see is how they usually end up in the very similar, if not identical place, because they are so humble in the service th- towards God. This group loves God and loves this church. Uh, during this season, uh, I hope you've seen, they are in so many places. It's almost hard to see. We don't have to find Waldo. We can find these guys everywhere. It is so good to see that they are willing to step up and fill the gap. And I'm just going to highlight a few things above and beyond the responsibilities that they have within the board. As they work closely with the finance team, uh, we never like to talk about finances, but it is a part of our ministry. And as in previous years, we're back down to being about $40,000 behind budget. Uh, So that's always a number that scares us a little bit, but at the same point, uh, we've always been able to dig in. So I ask that you would prayerfully discern as we have big Thanksgiving offering coming up here in the next few weeks, as well as the year-end giving. Uh, The funds are required so that our ministry team can move forward and uh, continue to fulfill the the ministries that they're supposed to meet. Uh, They're also working closely with the pastoral search team. So the last update that we got is that they were starting to receive several resumes, which is really good to hear. We've heard a lot of churches who are struggling to get resumes. So not only have they discerned through those resumes, they've come up with some really good questions and they sent it out to the uh, possible candidates they thought they would be a good fit for them. And as they discern through those answers, they are now already entering the interview stage. So we would just ask for continued uh, prayer so this team could just go through those resumes We already know this is God's church. God is our leader, but God has prepared someone to come into this church and help us lead within. And so give that team all the prayers we can so that we also can find out what God already knows, who that leader will be to join our staff. Now I'd like to jump over to the ministry management team. Again, take a look at most of these guys. Greg and myself were asked to join during this transition. But this team here, often including myself, I would say that this team is here to, to run all the ministries. You know, that's what they have to do. But ironically, they're here to just manage the ministries. So this is what we pray for, that we, you guys will get involved today and just really show where God is leading you. What ministries do we need to pour extra energy in? And possibly, what ministries do we need to prune? This team of Susan, Renee, and Rebecca, and Chris, ah, what a pleasure it has been to join On these meetings, I didn't know what to expect when I came in there, but man, these guys, they pray, they have such a heart for God, such a heart for Meadowbrook, that there's often tears, but yet followed by laughter. This team, it is so cool to be a part of this team, how they welcome Greg and myself in, and they all also have such different gifts, but they work so closely together to the point that they meet even, you know, weekly now, just to lift each other up and support as they go through. During a transition like this, often there could be dissension, but boy, is there just a level of peace and anticipation amongst this team that they're just looking forward to what's coming next. Uh, It is so, so good to be a part of this team as they go through that. Also, they are filling many gaps, as you can imagine, that there's a lot of things that need to happen. So we just ask that you would give them grace, cover them with prayer, 
And, uh, you know, if there are requests uh, that you aren't getting your answer to as quickly as possible, just understand they are working hard and, and working through trying to manage all these gaps that they have to work through. I'd also like to just highlight some of the staff members that aren't necessarily on the team. And so we obviously have Chris Clausen as well as Joseph who have joined. Now, Joseph Dyke is not always seen, but he is so important to what we do in these uh, Sunday mornings and both online and in, in, in the sanctuary. Now, Chris, however, you might see more often up front here, but trust me, he does a lot more than what you guys see up front here. Again, a man of God with so many things, his marriage and everything else going on, but he is so focused on just leading this worship team, but also leading this uh, church in battle. Uh, Just a blessing to have this staff. And again, just because they're staff and they're paid, they're not here to do the ministry. They're here to do a lot of the work that we wouldn't want to have time for. Again, they're here to manage. So I just, you know, really encourage you to, when you see either the Board of Elders or this staff that you give them a hug give them a handshake or best case or worst case encourage these guys to keep fighting because they are fighting so hard for you guys so at this point i just i'm looking forward to hear but we're going to call up first susan friesen the director of uh, spiritual formation and missions and she'll be calling up her team as well so join me in welcoming susan thanks george all right john and becca i'm looking for you (laughs) <laughs> Come on up. All right, so we're going to, I'm going to highlight, so these are the ministries that I'm in charge over, or not in charge over, I oversee, uh, and we have great leaders in all the different ministries, so some of the ministry leaders are brave enough to come up and do a little bit of sharing, so uh, let's hear from them as well. Uh, so prayer ministry is something that I oversee, and so every um, <clears throat> three days a week, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, we have a prayer meeting in here uh, in the sanctuary from 9 until 10. And it's, we pray for the missionaries that we sponsor, we pray for personal needs, and we pray for just the general stuff going on in the church. And this is something, as Chris had said in the past, we've had over a thousand prayer meetings already doing that. And this, we just feel it's really important. It doesn't matter what, whether we have one person show up or if the room is full, God meets us every time. And we're so grateful for that. And we are extending that invitation to anybody who's available, you know, during the week, pop in for, for one of the prayer meetings. Um, that would be great. Uh, we also have pre-service prayer every Sunday, which, you know, is at 930. And we've been increasing in numbers there. And it is like, I don't know, guys, if you know how important prayer is, but our church cannot be here without prayer. And the level of prayer that we have is going to, t- uh, to tell us how healthy our church is. Um, so I know somebody says, you know, fill a, fill a gym for eat meeting and see how many you get. And then fill a gym or open a gym for a prayer meeting. That'll tell you how healthy your church is. But anyway, that's just a little <laughs> teaser to get you guys more involved in prayer. But we are also, we do prayer training about twice a year. So if you're interested in prayer training, that is for how to pray for others. And how it's part of being on the prayer team here up front. And also this fall, we want to start just a monthly prayer cry out to the Lord night. Just a, where we cry out to the Lord because we just, we want him so present here. We want him here. So uh, if you have any questions, you can come see me in the gym. And then life groups. We kept, kick off our life groups every September. And you know, in the last year, we had more people attend life groups than I have ever seen here at Matterbrook, which is fantastic. We're doing life together. And, and, and Christ asked us, to, if we love him, that we will be in relationship with one another. So um, I'm asking that if you guys are interested and you're not part of a life group, please come see me in the gym. Um, also, especially as a follow-up to the Holy Spirit weekend, we really need to walk with each other, and we need to build each other up, and we need to grow. And so some of the life groups will be part of that uh, presence, um, pathway to presence that, that Randy uh, showed us the book. Um, and, and we got different ones. We've got 55 plus. We've got young adults. We've got a sewing for a purpose. So there's many different kinds. There's a men's. There's a women. There's, there's couples. There's just 
all different ones. So please, there is something for everybody. All right? Um, we are also looking for some more leaders because people are, are want to be in life groups, and most of our life groups are full of rating. We haven't even gotten to sign up. That is the good news. But we, we need more leaders. So if the Lord is laying on your heart to be a leader, please come see me. And we have different options. Whether you want to do a group, like a small group with, you know, 8 to 10, that's great. Or if you want to just start like a triad, you with two other people, uh, please let me know. Because those are really important. We need to do life together. We need to do accountability together. Um, and then uh, deacons... Our deacon team is a really great team, right? Uh, healthy team. They're not looking for any help right now. They are fully staffed, but I just wanted to highlight them because they are such, they're like an arm of the church. So when there's needs in, the, in our community or in our church, the first call I make is to our deacons. And they look, investigate the need, and they see how they can help, whether it's financially, emotionally, they help with paying for counseling. Uh, with there's funerals, they help with the funeral meals. There is just, or if somebody's sick, they do visitation, they visit the shut-ins. So let's just give the deacons a hand of applause because they are so vital to our ministry. And my last ministry that I'm going to highlight is our kitchen team. How many of you guys like to eat here? How many of you guys like to cook here? (laughs) Um, So we actually have a really good team, a volunteer team that loves helping. And we have so much help. But we really need a leadership team for the kitchen. Uh, Leah, myself, and Ruby have stepped down two years ago, and we're still leading it. Because we really are looking for somebody that, that has the gift of just organizing the meals, organizing the, uh, the volunteers, and would enjoy being there. Uh, so if you're at all interested, please come see me in the gym today. Okay? And here's Rebecca. Good morning. Uh, Early this spring, my husband, Lana, and I were asked if we would lead a young adults Bible study group. And our first response was, no, we're not too sure. Um, We were interested in leading a small group. Um, But, you know, after God just really softened our hearts, and so we thought we'd try it. And Jonathan, we lead it along with Jonathan Dyke. And um, we get together every Sunday. And Sunday nights has just become such a special day for me. And it's just one of my favorite weeks. Like these young adults, they're just so hungry for God and their hearts are just so passionate. And it's just been amazing. Amazing. We just have such wonderful conversations and it's just, we pray. Prayer is a very important part. And that is one thing that we make sure we do and just how willing they are to pray for each other and to let us know when there is a need, and we, we want to be there. We, we do support each other. We encourage each other, and uh, it's just great, and we just really would love to invite anyone who's in the ages of 18 to 24 um, to come out. We have great conversations. We laugh. We pray. It's just great to dig in deeper to God. We do have um, a booth set up in the gym, so please come see Jonathan or myself if there's any questions. Next up is the mission team. Um, My question to you is uh, just for a brief moment to recall how it is that you came to knowing the need for Christ in your life. And missions team isn't unique in that it's all part of drawing people towards God. But I think it's an important thing to remember so that we don't unnecessarily feel guilted into serving today. That's not the point. But the point is, is ultimately that more people need to hear the good news. And we do that collaboratively as a church. So the missions team is an effort for the church to put into practice the call to share the good news. 
how do we do this? Uh, one of the ways is we support four missionary uh, couples. Um, and uh, the Parent Toes, the Juicies, the Bergs, and the Roses. This is our team here, Henry Peters, Wolf Jansen, uh, myself, James, and Susan. And so there's a robust team. But guess what? There's more chairs. If you want to join us, by all means, come see us at, in the booth in the gym later. Um, recent efforts through the team saw a group head to Moose Deer Point. And next Sunday is the reporting from that. So don't miss that. Uh, it's going to be exciting. Uh, it was a work project on a church. We, got, uh, we were well received there. And uh, in order to reignite the interest locally in the community uh, in the church, and B, who a lot of us know, she's ordained with uh, the MB Conference. Um, she's heading up the work there. So be, be mindful of her. Meadowbrook stays involved locally with efforts like the bridge, the youth, uh, uh, youth support, and sponsoring community meals. Um, normally, we get together on a monthly basis, but then there's projects that might require a little bit more. So, But please, if you're interested, come see one of us uh, in the gym later to talk more about missions. Nice. If you did not figure it out, it'll be kids and youth next. <laughs> All right. I'll just wait for the team to be up here. Perfect. Rick, if you want to stand between Lena and Connie, we have our flow. <laughs> I promise I put these instructions. No, it's okay. All right. Well, good morning, guys. I did write myself a paper so that I wouldn't go over our time limit <laughs> because there's a couple of us up here who want to just say a piece. Um, so my name is Renee Rushlow. I am the Child and Youth Director here at Meadowbrook. And just like the name implies, I oversee kids and youth ministries and its leaders and volunteers. Um, it's an absolute honor and privilege of mine to do so. The heart behind these is to minister to the young people in our congregation. And we do so in a variety of ways, um, such as our weekly programs, mentoring, special events, and retreats. But really, these planned events and meetings, they would mean nothing without the prayer, discerning, and leading of our Lord Jesus Christ. So we lean into his wisdom and guidance, and if there was ever an example of how to treat and love on our young people, it's evidenced in the way that Jesus lived his life. His example is what we follow, and we desire to have the Father's heart when we look at our young kids. We like to show them the love of Christ, and we want to provide them a foundation of truth um, that's grounded in, in the Trinity that is something that they can call back on and look on when they get older. I am so blessed to work alongside a wonderful group of leaders and volunteers who dedicate their time, their energy, and their hearts to serve our kids and youth. So let's hear a bit about their hearts and the various ministries that they are a part of. Good morning, Meadowbrook. My name is Vicki Liberato, and Renee has asked me to share with you um, why I'm so passionate about Sunday school and kids' ministry in general. Um, the reason is um, I myself am a product of uh, kids' ministry. Um, I, I am a product of a Sunday school bus outreach ministry that Harold Baptist had years ago. They had three buses running. And it's the same ministry that David and I wound up uh, taking charge of, as the Lord would have it. I love when God does cool stuff like that. 
<laughs> brought it full circle. Uh, well, when I was about four or five years old, someone came knocking at my door and asked if I wanted to come to Sunday school. And coming from a dysfunctional home, I would say honestly that Sunday school was the first place that I encountered real love and truth. Um, let's see. It was the first place that I heard the truth of Jesus Christ, how he died for me, so that I could live with him in heaven forever. Since this world is bombarding our kids with philosophies that contradict biblical truth, I am passionate about helping them become grounded in the truth of God's word. If you love Jesus, teaching his word, and you love kids, you can too. As we move into the classrooms this fall, we need a couple of helpers. Please see Amy in the gym after service for any questions about a typical Sunday morning. Good morning. My name is Lena Dyke, and I'm here to represent Meadowbrook's Kids Club Ministry. So Kids Club is a little bit different than, uh, than Sunday school. It runs uh, on Tuesday evenings uh, and uh, from now until November, and then we take a break in December. And then we pick up again in January and then go until April. So the purpose of this program is to connect more with the children by showing them the love of Jesus, teaching his word, and having a lot of fun together. It is also really encouraging to see our church kids invite their friends. About a third of the children that join us are not even from Meadowbrook. So this is a wonderful way for the church to reach out to our community. A big focus of Kids Club is memorizing scripture. Those of us who have memorized scripture can testify to how much God has used his word to either encourage us or set our thinking on the right path. So this is my third year volunteering in Kids Club, and I can personally say that it is both a lot of fun and very rewarding. I have been involved in children's ministry since Joseph was a baby, minus the years we were in Manitoba for Bible college, and I have always had the children of the church know me. And after I wrote this, I realized that I also did some uh, Sunday school teaching under my dad at the old colony. So, for a long time. So when we first came to Meadowbrook, we were encouraged to not jump in with serving right away, but to sit under the teaching for a while to get to know them better. For the first year here, the kids did not know me. They walked by me like the stranger that I was, and I did not like it at all. So I got involved in Sunday school, and then later kids club as well. So I'm not a stranger anymore. Jesus himself did not want to be a stranger to the children either. He invites all walks of life to know him personally, but I believe he has a special place in his heart for the little ones. You most likely know the verse in Mark uh, 10, verse 14, where he says, Let the little children come to me and do not hinder them, for the kingdom of God belongs to such as these. Sorry, another page. <laughs> we are hoping that God will tug on your hearts as well, as we really need two more adult leaders, really hoping for a man or two who will step up and take that initiative. We have some young boys attending who will one day be men, and it is good to start these relationships. One day they might become mentorships, and they may even become your friends. So I pray that we don't look at kids' ministries as inferior, but as a beautiful starting point for a lifetime of faith in our awesome, amazing, uh, and loving God. Our world is trying to rip them from that faith at every turn, and through the power of the Holy Spirit, we must go to battle for them. Thank you. Hi, my name's Rick Gerard. Uh, you'll know me better, my wife's Amy. So, um, But I just want to say, uh, for all the children's ministry, that Renee Rushlow rocks. 
She does such a good job. She's organized. She makes it easier to do what we do. But um, what's cool, too, is to see all the kids that have been through the youth program here are now helping out with young adults and stuff. They're all sitting in the front here. Really cool to see. Um, it, um, um, I'm, I'm involved in the junior high Sunday school. I like that age group because they're, they're old enough to get it, but they're not old enough to be... The, the senior high who are a little bit cocky. And, and so so, it's, so it's, it's a good group of kids. But I, th I think the most important thing of all, all, all that we're doing here this morning, and I realized that with my grandson, we were um, teaching him about God. And he, he, like, when you first tell him, like, he didn't know. Like, like what is that? Like, who is it? So what we're doing is we're setting the foundation because, like has been said, um, the world is going to challenge them. And the, the, the first thing that they learn about God is the thing they're going to compare everything else to. So we get to help parents um, solidify the truth. We've been talking about truth all morning. The solidify the truth of who God is and what he does in our lives. So to be part of that, to be able to um, convey that message to the young people of the church, I think is so awesome, and I love doing it. So if you want to help out, if you want to be involved in that, talk to Renee. Hello, everybody. I'm Connie. Um, as Ricka said, I am actually a past youth kid, so this is very important to me in talking about this. Um, so hi, again, I am Connie. It is my pleasure here to talk with you about youth. Uh, I have been with the youth team for seven years. It's been a blessing to watch these young leaders grow in their faith and in their love of God. The time shared making connections through the exciting times of games and worship. Yes, we know there are some difficult times. It's also some of the best memories. As a leader for a new generation, the children, our desire is to bring preteens and teenagers to Christ. We work as a team to build solid foundations and connections for life with the body of Christ. I would love to tell you about some of the things that I have been able to see and do as a leader. I have been able to do, oh, sorry, being able to walk alongside the children and have mentorship experiences to make lasting connections and see the growth from grade 6 into grade 8. To also be able to see the connections that have been made from acquaintances to friends. There is still room to grow in our group, and we are looking for a junior high girl leader. I would like to finish off with a verse for you today. Don't let anyone look down on you because you are young, but set an example for those believers in speech, in conduct, in love, and in faith and in purity. Until I come... Devote yourself to the public reading of the scriptures, to preach and to teach. Do not neglect your gifts that was given to you through the prophecy when the body of the elders laid their hands on you. 1 Timothy 4, 12 to 14. Thank you very much. I'm just going to give my friends a minute to join me. All right, hi everyone, I am Rebecca Allen and I'm the Office Administrator here at Meadowbrook. Um, so I just want to acknowledge first that there's a lot more admin work at a church than one person or even an entire staff can really handle. So um, on the screen, there are names of people who, <laughs> whew, wow, 
Connie, you choked me up, um, <laughs> that have helped me. And the reason I'm choking up is that a bunch of them are youth. And yeah, um, breathe. <laughs> um, so these are the people that come and organize the pews for us on Sunday morning so that it looks beautiful in here. Um, they help us shredding old paperwork. They help Renee to set up for Sunday school. Um, they help keep our police clearances up to date. And these people have helped me with so many, many, many random office tasks that come out, uh, come up throughout the year. And so I appreciate all of them very, very much. Um, if you are gifted in administration and would like to get involved more at Meadowbrook, I would love to chat with you. Um, there's so many things that go on here. There are a ton of opportunities. Um, so next I'd like to mention decor. Um, and so in case you hadn't noticed, we have a wonderful decor team. And so even though they don't want me to, I'm going to hand out a shout out to Heather Magdalene and Sherry Whitfield. <laughs> um, so for the last couple years, at least, these are the women that have been heading up these beautiful displays. And it's a combination of seeing the two of them single-handedly transform the entire church, as well as um, getting groups with them to come in and just every season decorate the church and just turning that into a wonderland, regardless of what season it is. So thank you so much, ladies. Um, I'm going to pass the mic off to our cafe ministry leaders for a moment, Teal and James. Good morning, everybody. So, uh, yeah, I'm James, my wife, Teal. Um, just want to give you a little update with the cafe. If you're new to the church, you don't know we have a cafe. If you go out the doors and go way to the back, you will find the cafe. Um, so, cafe is brewing every Sunday morning starting around 9 a.m., and we're making coffee and tea uh, we have a barista that'll make you espresso, uh, latte, tea lattes, and uh, we've got um, our, our volunteers are great. They're making baked goods, and there's usually fruit out there. There's always some sort of good snacks. So um, cafe is a great place to meet up with friends. It's a great place to maybe meet new friends, encourage our brothers and sisters in the Lord. Uh, for me personally... Serving in the cafe, it's a great way to espresso your love to one another. <laughs> it's a latte fun, and I think it's been a great experience. So, anyways, that's enough of me. <laughs> I can't follow that. <laughs> so, I'm Teal. And the first thing I want to do is I want to just put a shout out to all my, my cafe team. What an amazing group I have. They just put so much creativity into it, and they all have all found their own little thing that people love, little white donuts. I think we've all figured that one out. But um, we do, and we could use a few more people to come and help us. So one of the things that you think, well, if I'm in a cafe, I should like coffee. We do have a few people that don't drink coffee, so... <laughs> Don't, don't let that stop you. And even if you don't feel like baking, there is a no frills or whatever just down the road. And my mother-in-law would always say, well, it is homemade. It made it home. <laughs> so anyways, please come and see us after if anybody's interested in helping on Sunday morning. 
All right, so I'm just going to talk about guest services next. Um, our guest services team is a combination of greeters, hosts, the hub desk, and ushers. These are the people who greet you at the door as you walk into the church, who show you around if you are uncertain of where to go, answer your questions at the hub desk, re-welcome you as you arrive in the sanctuary, and maybe even help you find a seat. So if you are a people person um, who is interested in getting more involved on a Sunday, please let me know. Currently, we are looking for people to be hosts, but what is a host, you ask? Well, it's someone that is willing to walk up to a person that they don't know, <laughs> introduce themselves, and then offer to show them around the church if they discover that person is uh, newer in attendance. We're also looking for people who'd be willing to be at the hub desk, which is our central intelligence information center, um, on a Sunday morning. So you don't have to know everything about the church to work at the hub desk, you're just kind of me on a Sunday. Um, so instead of being in the office, you're at the hub desk and really um, any questions that come in that you don't have an answer for, you send it to me. And then I make sure that person, if possible, gets the answer that they need. Um, so if you're interested in learning more about guest services, there will be a table in the gym and you are welcome to come and visit me over lunch. Um, I'd also like to give a shout out to our trustees and lawn team. So while a building is not required for a church, Meadowbrook is blessed to have this uh, beautiful and large church building. Oh, that's the next page. Um, for us to meet uh, for Sunday services and for midweek events. So we have a group of people who are working hard to keep the building maintained so that we continue to use the space for years to come. So a special thank you to Jim Dukeman, Chris Conrad, and Gary Wurich as they head and administrate our trustee team. And just a thank you to our current trustee, trustee team members, say that 10 times fast, uh, Cornelius Fair, Dave Drummond, Landon McCormick, Robert Neves, and Ryan Epp. If you have skills in plumbing, electrical, or other areas, um, even if you're not someone who wants to be on the trustee team, but you're willing for us to have your name and contact info so that if something comes up in the church, we can call you to take a look at it, that would be great. Um, so please uh, visit the table that the trustees will have set up in the gym if you have any questions. And just um, round of applause for our lawn team, if you don't mind. <laughs> So they have cut the grass all summer long for us. Thank you, Gary, Mike, Nick, Patrick, and Wes, and anyone else that you've brought along with you, because you guys are the one cutting here, but sometimes I see other people here as well. Um, <laughs> so I'm sorry, I don't know who else joined them this summer, but I'm very thankful for you joining them. Um, and just lastly, the library. So if you like reading, watching movies, or listening to audiobooks, we've got just the place for you at Meadowbrook. Our church library is open from 9.15 a.m. to 11.15 a.m. on Sunday mornings, and it sits right across the hall from the nursery at the top of the stairs, like when you come in at the middle doors and keep going up instead of coming up to the sanctuary. Uh, Robin Lumley, our ministry leader, and some of her volunteers will have um, a table at the gym if you do have any questions, but please visit the library. It is a wonderful place. Thank you. Good morning. I'm going to be reading from my notes because I am next to useless up here without my guitar and I get scatterbrained, so I want to make sure I hit every single one of my points. My name is Chris Clausen. I'm the worship director here, and I've been here since April in this position. Um, 
So these are some of my volunteers on stage here with me. There's also plenty more that are around the church right now or couldn't make it today. And um, they do such an amazing job from week to week. They really make my job easy. These guys put in so much time and effort to get their hearts and talents prepared to go into battle each and every Sunday. Because that's what we do here. Worship is a battle. We're proclaiming the goodness of God against the forces of evil, and he wins every time. This ministry is as strong as it is because of the heart, effort, and commitment from all these amazing volunteers. I'd also like to say a big thank you as well to the guys upstairs. They do so much behind the scenes. Sundays, Sunday mornings would not be nearly as smooth without these guys up there. They make sure that there is lyrics on screen for you, that there's sound, there's a live stream to watch if you're at home, and many other things. Today we have Andrew, Peter, and Joseph up there. Also, Louis Tanous is our newest member upstairs on projection, and Jeremy Neufeld is training on live stream. So if you see these guys after the service, just make sure to say hi or give them a thanks, because just they don't want any recognition, they never do, but they give them some, because they do such good work upstairs. I'd like to share a little of my heart of worship, for worship in this ministry. Music has a very important role in my life, especially worship music. It's one of the strongest lifelines I have to the Father. The Spirit will often speak to me or bring worship lyrics to mind when I need an encouragement or reminder or if I'm struggling to choose songs for a Thursday or a Sunday. Even if I'm struggling somewhere in my life, he will throw a song in my head randomly and get me refocused. I was actually only made self-aware that the Holy Spirit speaks to me in this way while recently going through the book River Dwellers uh, with the MMT here, and I highly recommend that book, by the way. I actually fully surrendered my life to Christ during a youth winter retreat a long time ago while the youth worship team at the time was playing the song Fire Fall Down. The words just came alive to me, and I could just feel the Spirit flow through me. So music has played a very key role in my faith journey. Now here's a little bit about the practical side of the ministry. We're here every Wednesday evening practicing as a team for Sundays. We're here bright and early each Sunday for a final walkthrough, so we're as prepared as we can be for the service. We head downstairs after our walkthrough for our Devo time. For Devo, whoever is scheduled to either share with the team from their personal Devo they had throughout the week, or share from book series that we go through, and we're currently going through the book River Dwellers. We then move into a time of prayer before coming back upstairs. Spending time with the Lord and having great discussion as a team is something that is very important to me, and we usually have many great discussions. We had an amazing one downstairs today just before we came up here, so we try and make that a priority. We spend our time throughout the week preparing our hearts and minds for Sundays. It's a big responsibility, and we always want to make sure that we're walking in the Spirit, because without fail, it will show up on a Sunday if we're not prepared. Having said all that, here are a few positions I like to highlight within the ministry that we need some help with. For on-stage volunteers, we're pretty short-handed with keys, acoustic, and bass players at the moment, so if you have any of those skills, please come check out the booth in the gym afterwards. If you're interested in any position that I didn't mention, don't shy away from finding the booth as well. These are just the areas that we're giving a little bit priority to right now, so it's not the same one to two people each and every week up here, and sometimes we won't even have an acoustic or a keys player. We offer tryouts for those considering volunteering for the band, so you will need to have a certain level of skill already for whatever position you're interested in. So if you don't know how to play guitar, it probably won't work out right away. <laughs> and I'll explain more about the tryout process at the booth in the gym if you want to go find me there. Uh, for AV volunteers, we're looking to fill every slot up there. We currently have two people for projection, one dedicated sound guy that isn't also a band member, and two live stream guys. We can never have enough people up there helping because it's a big job. You don't need any prior experience with projection or live stream. We teach you all that before handling a Sunday morning on your own. Or necessarily, you don't need experience working a soundboard, but we do recommend having maybe an ear for music or having a musical background in some way. 
it's kind of hard to teach having an ear for music and the way things should sound, so that's why we do that. Again, without volunteers upstairs, we wouldn't be able to do a lot of the things we do here on a Sunday morning. They are very important. So if anyone's interested, please come find our booth in the gym afterwards, and you can talk to myself. I'll have some of my volunteers up there with me, too. And, yeah, just let me know if you have any questions. George. So I'm not sure if I introduced myself earlier, but I am George Bergen, and I don't have ministries to share about at this point. But as I try to play sports and stuff, I sometimes don't realize so many different parts of my body until after the fact, and you can feel the pain and the hurting of it. And so I hope today you realize that God is at work in our church, and there are so many different ministries that were not even highlighted today, but some of the key ones that were. So I just ask that you would continue to uh, pray into it where you are. At this point, I would also like to invite up the prayer team uh, earlier today, so if you guys could come up here and join me as well. As you know, at Meadowbrook, we like to always look upward, inward, and outward. Upward is how are you connecting with God? Uh, we had such a powerful weekend last weekend, and it continues to flow. Uh, River dwellers was mentioned. The Spirit is so strong. How are we connecting with the Spirit, seeing that this is His church, His body, His will? This is no one else's church. We will only do, uh, succeed for eternal purposes if we follow with Him. So how are you connecting? Is it time to change up some of your rhythms, or are they working? Continue to look up to Him. Inward. So often we hear so much wonderful information, but it doesn't relate to transformation. Often the reason we don't join or we don't do things, uh, we have fears, uh, we have doubts, we don't see what the giftings are. Uh, and this is why you may want to join one of, one of the ministries or be a part of a small group so that you can just find out what does it mean to be transformed in the spirit, in the mind, in the soul, that you know that you can start sacrificially servicing. Jesus did that. He sacrificed something kind of small, his life, for all of our service. So it will be a sacrifice for us. So what's holding us back from serving in his ministry at our church? And ultimately, outward. We need to be serving with the gifts that he has given. He talks about the many talents. Those who don't want to use the gift, he'll often take the gift and give it to someone else. Those who we given five, they will multiply. Those who do ten will multiply. So reflect, what kind of gifts has he given you? How are you going to use those gifts in service for him? And a lot of people say, well, I'm not qualified. Trust me when I say this, if you're called, he will qualify the called. Sometimes you need to try a ministry just to see where your giftings are. So today I would really encourage you to walk around prayerfully, talk to these wonderful ministry leaders and staff and see where, you, where your heart is tugging and don't be afraid. He won't lead you any place that he can't take you through. So today, before we start the song, I'll close in prayer. Prayer team is going to come up. I would encourage you to ask for more. Whether you are afraid, whether you want just more of the Spirit, you want to confess, you just want to grow, have someone pray with you as we do that. So why don't you stand with me as we close in prayer, and we'll jump into the service uh, final song here. Father, we come before you as a body. We thank you that you've called each and every one of us here, whether it's online or in person. Father, you have a purpose. Your will is to be glorified and honored. And so, Father, today as we have just uh, reflected on what you're doing in our church, we are just in awe of so many gifts, so many talents. You are so generous with your gifts, and you desire to give more. We know that no one can ever outgive you. It is better to give than to receive, and boy, do you lead by example. 
So, Father, as we reflect today, we just pray that again, uh, remove any hindrances, remove any busyness that's in our mind, in our heart, and allow us to serve you in whatever capacity you have gifted us. Father, you ask, you tell us to ask for the, the good gifts. We want more of your gifts. All your gifts are good. And Father, we desire to be more like you. So search us, seek us, remove from us the things that are not of you, and fill us with your Holy Spirit. Father, you gave me a vision a while ago about when you are in the river of your spirit, when you're flowing in the spirit. And Father, I just sense your spirit so strong here at Meadowbrook. And within that vision you showed, as we are going to be close to you, there will be growth. There will be tremendous growth. And yet you highlighted with me that don't focus on the growth, that you will be distracted by the growth. Remove the growth. Stay focused on the Spirit. And Father, I pray that we can. We can just stay focused on you. And when we see you and feel you, then you reveal to me that's when the fruit will come. Glorious fruit, plentiful fruit, and many will come and eat of your fruit. So Father, I pray that that vision will be fulfilled here at Meadowbrook. In Jesus' name.